Welcome to Passports and Pizza, a podcast about everything by two carb-loving, carry-on-only gals. I'm Laura, a traveler and writer with an appetite for adventure. And I'm Sarah, an artist and food blogger who travels mainly for the food. Join us as we dive into anything and everything that's on our plate slash on our mind. (laughs) So we discussed how to do that and then you stopped talking and I was like, and I already (laughs) forgot that I was supposed to come in. Well... (laughs) Rusty. Whoops. Rusty. Well, before we get into anything, we drinking on this app. We're drinking. <laughs> we drinking. Yeah. It's our New Year's up. So, cheers. Cheers. 2020. Doesn't that this, feel so good to say? I think so. I think I haven't processed yet that 2020 is happening. Like, we're in the 20s again. It's a new decade. It's a new year. Yeah. I don't think I'm mentally prepared. I'm not, but I'm excited for it. Yeah. Anyway, we're drinking, so... <laughs> also, well, this comes out, like, on New Year's Day. Yes. So, Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year's! We should have gotten, like, I don't know, one of those poppers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't yeah. have anything festive oh, like that. man. But we are drinking, so... Yeah, we're drinking um, a cinnamon maple whiskey sour from Cookie and Kate, which we doctored up. We had a little bit more whiskey because that's how we roll. Yeah, we thought it leaned a bit sweet, so... Right. If you think you're like us, um, we'll link to the recipe in the show notes, but um, you might want to yeah, scale back on the maple syrup a little bit. If you're like us. But it's so, really good. It is good. It feels like it feels like a hot toddy, but I don't like hot alcohol drinks. I don't drinks, either. So it's like a refreshing yeah. version of that. But no egg white. Yeah. I which it, we, you could always add one. Yeah. It would probably be delicious. Yeah. <laughs> and we do have an update. Yeah. Because <laughs> I got chocolate stars, baby. Yeah, so I'm going to try this magical cookie that Lars' dad if, loves. Yeah, if you didn't listen to our cookie episode, my father <laughs> has a very strange obsession with these chocolate stars. They're by Stoffers. And there used to be a Stoffers market, which is why he used to drive oh. all the way to Maryland to go get this. I don't okay. know. And they have dark chocolate, milk chocolate, and I went to the store now, and they have mint. My dad says, do not get the mint. <laughs> so I got milk chocolate, and I'm okay. not going to lie. This is the second box I've bought since Saturday. Oh, so you've been hitting So, them. like, my dad might have been onto something. Okay. Okay, well, Now, see. don't get your hopes too high. Okay. Like, they are still a basic graham cracker cookie, but mm-hmm. I just had them, and I was like, you know what? These are kind of amazing. I like the white round sprinkles on them, the, like, non-parels. Mm-hmm. I mean... These are the cookies that you could have, like, six of without even thinking about They it. might be better than I expected. Yeah. Give them a minute. Mm-hmm. Grab for a second one without thinking about it. You'll be like, yeah, these are actually pretty good. They have a good crunch to them. Yeah. And the graham cracker isn't, like, a dry, flavorless graham right. cracker. Like, I think they're pretty good. Anyway, Luke and I have just been, like, stuffing our hands in them and just eating way too many of them. And we mm. realized we're out before <laughs> Sarah and I record this episode. Uh-oh. So, had to get some of these. You know what they remind me of? What? The... Animal crackers with the icing and sprinkles on them? Kind of, yeah. It's like the same texture situation. Yeah. Well, I also have cookies for Lara to try. So these are the Tate's Bake Shop cookies that I mentioned in the cookie episode. So I decided they're definitely a different animal from Luke's mom's chocolate chip cookies. Uh-huh. But I would put them in the same family. They're good. <laughs> like, I feel like they just, they taste way better than they look. Yeah. I was going to say, based on appearances, I don't think I would reach for this cookie, but right. it's good. Mm-hmm. You know what it is? This is the type of cookie you want to dunk in milk. Mm-hmm. And it is it is crunchy. Yeah. But it's it like, is... there's something about the yeah. flavor of the actual cookie part that's really good. Yeah. It's, it's almost, like, like, overcooked. Mm-hmm. But... But it's, like, buttery. Yeah. And the whole cookie's chunky, crispy, mm-hmm. not chewy or... Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, into it. Yeah, it's definitely different than... What I would normally pick out for chocolate chip cookie, but I really like these. We're in our element right now. We have whiskey cocktail. We have pizza for dinner. <laughs> yeah, we did. And we have cookies. So, <laughs> yeah. Bringing in 2020 right. Mm-hmm. Shall we get into salty sweet? Yeah, let's get into it. How do you want to do this? this I sweet? don't know. I feel like I have so many sweets and I don't have a very good salty, which is always, you know. Mm. We do salties to humanize us, right? You know, it's not all sweet. Yeah, it's like our lives are not perfect by any means. I know. So, like, originally I was going to say, oh, my sweet is, my concerts are done. Yay! Yeah. Big sigh of relief. Mm -hmm. They're done. But I have a better sweet. Yeah? 
We booked our tickets for this summer. Oh. <laughs> we were not expecting to go anywhere. Dang. Yeah. So. Are this... you saying where you're going? Or is that a secret? Oh, yeah. I'll say it. Okay. Um, so, originally this summer, Luke and I travel, try to travel over summer. Because um, we're both teachers. Because we're both teachers. We have yeah. a summer off. But this summer is different because my best friend is getting married to Jake, which is Luke's brother. Right. So, <laughs> big wedding, big family event. And it's at the end of June. Sort of splits <laughs> our time up. And we really only have about two weeks. Two weeks plus a couple days. Yeah. Which, by normal standards, is a long time. Mm-hmm. But we're always like, oh, it's just not that long, which we're so spoiled. Mm-hmm. Check yourself. That, that <laughs> yeah. is a long time that for is... most normal people. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I've just sort of been perusing what's on Google Flights and just seeing if something cheap pops up, either domestically or internationally, to like see mm-hmm. if anything piqued our interest. So we booked a ticket, round trip tickets. And so, like, how far removed from the wedding is it? It is two days after the wedding. So we'll have like mm. one day to recover and then one day to sort of get to JFK and then we're out. Okay. So we're going to Greece. <gasps> nice. I'm going to live out my sisterhood of the traveling pants stream. Yeah. Ooh. Meet Costa. <laughs> <laughs> That's but yeah, awesome. We were like, I mean, we've debated a couple options, but. Um, Greece has sort of been on our list of places we've wanted to go, but it always seemed like, oh, like, well, I don't know, like, maybe it's always too expensive to fly directly to Athens, and then this popped up super cheap. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Very excited. Okay. Um, well, my suite is that I'm finally living my coffee truth. (laughs) Which is? So I just got a Nespresso machine. Ooh, girl. Um, so that is... I mean, it's almost like a Keurig, but for espresso. Right. Except that it's, like, actually good espresso, whereas Keurig coffee is kind of, you know. Um, So I got that. I got their Pixie machine, which is, I think, their smallest option that they have. And then I also got an electric milk frother. That's the part that's exciting for me. Yeah. Well, because I really, I, I don't really drink hot coffee, so uh, up to this point, I've just been making myself cold brew, and that's what I drink year-round. But for, like, a couple years now, I've really been wanting an espresso machine, but with a milk frother that's electric. And so I had to do a bunch of research and stuff. But also, I didn't really want, like, a full-blown espresso machine mm-hmm. because I don't... I'm not going to do it every day of the year, and I don't want something that's going to take a ton of time in my morning. And counter space. Yeah, and counter space. And if you get a good one, they're really expensive. Mm -hmm. So I love this Nespresso machine because it does the pods. So I, like, stocked up on their decaf pods. And at first I was like, I don't really want to do pods. It's so wasteful. But they have, um, like, a prepaid mailer bag that they'll send you with a coffee order that then you can fill with all of your used pods and send oh, it back, nice. and they recycle them. That's nice. So that makes me feel way better about doing that. Yeah. Um, but then my other problem with the milk frother was the one that I had originally looked at is the Breville milk frother, which I had seen at someone's house in Germany when I was like, they are living life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you are really into lattes and stuff, that is like the highest end, really nice one you could probably get. And I'll link to that one in the show notes, too. But my problem with that was I think the minimum milk requirement was, like, a full eight ounces, like a cup. Mm. And I prefer to drink either Cortados or Cappuccinos. So they don't use much milk at all. Mm -hmm. And the milk frother I got, the minimum milk requirement, if you have it on just the heat setting and not the foam setting... It's like the perfect amount of milk for a cortado. If I want a cortado, I could literally just heat up in my milk frother the perfect amount of milk for it. Right. And then you're set. Yeah. But what I've been doing is doing um, a lungo shot on the Nespresso, which is like a double shot. And then I do the minimum milk setting on the frother on the froth setting. And it makes like the perfect cappuccino. Perfect. It's so good. It's like I'm not wasting any milk to get the froth. And also I've been doing um, like an oat milk. And they say to do a non-dairy milk to get froth, you have to get like a barista blend or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I've been using the brand Silk. They have this stuff called Oat Yeah. (laughs) I've seen that. Yeah. (laughs) But I swear this froth, like it's almost like over frothed. But I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. It's almost more of like a meringue. 
Like, have you gotten any of the cold foam drinks mm-hmm. at Starbucks? Mm-hmm. It's like that kind of situation. That's nice. But, oh my God, it's so good. And I swear, like... The milk frother, you put the milk in, you put the lid on, you hit a button, you walk away from it. Whole process in the morning probably takes me three minutes. That's nice. Yeah. And it's a nice coffee drink, not just like pour over coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm so excited. And then I also got, and I brought this to show you, from W&P Design. I got their 12-ounce travel coffee tumbler, and it's made of ceramic and silicone. Love that. Yeah, this is nice. Yeah. So I've been taking my drinks in that in the morning fits in my cup holder it's really easy to clean it's even dishwasher and microwave safe that's awesome so i got that and then if i'm like coffee game yeah i like we seriously leveled up yeah it's so freaking that sounds legit yeah so next time you guys are over yeah definitely gonna make you something yeah i would love that because i love espresso just espresso period yeah but if you're like like, yeah and it yeah i'm interested to see if you like it yeah the like how you think the quality of the espresso is okay because i think it's pretty good we have an espresso like an espresso machine here Mm -hmm. um but i don't love the process of making it because it's just yeah it's intense it's involved yeah it's a lot tamp it down you might have to grind the beans yeah clean everything yeah, and, like, doing the milk, and then sometimes the coffee gets colder when you're doing the milk, so anyway, mm-hmm. it's, like, a whole process. But, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. That would be really good. I would want to try it. Yeah. So, if anyone listening is, like, I love espresso, but I don't want a full-blown espresso machine. Espresso. Yeah, I'm loving it. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, my salty is that I'm not an adult in many ways, and it's really <laughs> annoying. Like, prime example... <laughs> Your light we bulb. don't have any spare light bulbs in our house <laughs> and it especially becomes clear to me when um we're decorating for the holidays and i don't have anything like <laughs> nothing so i had to buy these twinkle lights off of amazon this year mm-hmm. i was like what did we do last year we had a christmas tree last year where's mm-hmm. our decorations we have a box that's maybe like a shoe box yeah of just like random little crap mm-hmm. which is just here in front of you <laughs> and you know how like people come you come to people's houses in the holidays and just have mm-hmm. garland and twinkle yeah. lights and ornaments and like everything mm-hmm. is decked out and i'm just yeah I just don't have any of that crap. And I'm just, I know it's not important, but it just feels, I'm 28 years old. (laughs) I should probably have a couple things. Well, but you live in a small apartment. Like, honestly, when I see other people's homes now with all these decorations, I just think, where do they store all this stuff? I know. And also, (laughs) I'm a minimalist at heart, so having crap really irritates me. So Mm -hmm. maybe, I guess, a healthy balance would be just having maybe you know, an Amazon box instead yeah. of a shoe box, you know, right. like let's mm-hmm. expand a little bit. Right. But yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been a little depressing because the concerts were over and I was like, oh, it's decorating for the holidays, getting the Christmas spirit. We didn't have twinkle lights, couldn't find ornaments. <laughs> we got this tree at Wegmans. Like it's mm-hmm. just, you know, we've been schlepping together things and I'm just like, I should probably get my crap together. But yeah, you guys are doing We're fine. such millennials. It's like, we don't want to buy anything on Christmas presents, but we're going to Greece, baby. So <laughs> Yeah priorities you know that's fine but like we have the house and but we don't really have closet space in our house yeah and our christmas decorations like fit like take up part of a very small closet right but i also feel like i don't want anything that doesn't fit in that closet right like space. i like getting a fresh wreath for our front door because number one it smells good and i get to support a local business but number three I don't have to store it yeah. the other 11 months of the year. It's done. I can just, like, Toss put it, it in the backyard. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. And I have tons of candles. That's, like, kind of holiday, right? Yeah. Whatever. You have a tree. Stupid. But it just, I was just it like, Laura, nice. get your act together. <laughs> What's your salty? Um, my salty is also Christmas related. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I just feel like the older I get the more overwhelming the Christmas season is. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when you're a kid, it's all just, like, exciting. You're waiting for Christmas, and it's, like, Santa, and it's magical. But now it just feels like, okay, I have this list of people to get gifts for. Mm -hmm. I have to, like, order them on time. So then I have time to wrap them, and then we end up traveling a lot because Robert's family is in Ohio. So... You know, that takes up a big chunk of time. And I just feel like we're constantly running around. You have extra social events that happen. 
And all the Christmas stuff is just piled on your normal to-do list of stuff mm-hmm. that you're already doing. So it's just extra tasks. But then you're also trying to, like, enjoy the season and watch Christmas Spend movies. Spend quality time with people. Yeah, and, like, yeah. have hooga days and, you know, bake cookies and all this stuff. And and also, gift giving is not my love language. Yeah, So me it's just kind of stressful for me. And, you know, I should probably just start thinking of things earlier in the year, but... It's just not always how my brain works for people. So mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, what should I get this person? And or... then sometimes it feels wasteful because you're like, are mm-hmm. they even going to like this? Yeah. But then you don't want to get them just a gift card because then it doesn't seem sentimental mm-hmm. or thought out. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. I just think it's a bummer. And then I also tend to, like, get annoyed with myself because it's like this Christmas season should be a fun time. And happy time, and a lot of times I just feel like a chicken with my head cut off. Yeah. Like, like, what now? What now? Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, when Robert doesn't take care of his pile of the Christmas gifting on time, and then I'm like, I talked to you about this two weeks ago. (laughs) Why are you only dealing with this, like, four days before we leave for Ohio? You know. Yeah. But he's also been very busy. So, yeah, it just feels like... A lot. And yeah. I just wish that it was just, like, 100% fun. I know. But nothing's 100% fun when it comes to being an adult, I no, guess. No, it's true. <laughs> Everything comes at a price. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It is true. But, yeah, we're talking a little bit... Well, this is post-holidays, so hopefully by now you've recovered. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, that's the other thing, is I feel like the last few years, by the time we get to New Year's Eve... You're like, I just want to do nothing. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't, like, maybe go to someone's house and have a chill evening. Yeah. But it's like, right now, as of recording, I have no plans for New Year's Eve, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. Like, if something pops up and I feel like it, fine. But I'm always just, like, so, like, socially spent and stuff, and it's like, can I just be at home? Yeah, can I just chill? So we're talking about New Year's resolutions and our 2020 goals. So do we like New Year's resolutions? <laughs> well, how do you feel about it? Um, I like the idea of a new chapter of, like, reevaluating things and planning. Mm-hmm. But I'm not someone who thinks that, like, you have to wait for New Year's Day to change your life. Yeah. So... For example, if something, if I really am sitting down and I'm, I'm evaluating or I'm analyzing something about my life that I want to change, I'm not going to wait till January to do it. Mm-hmm. But I do like that it's a time of reflection. So mm-hmm. I do like thinking about, oh, what can happen in a year? But that's pretty much it. Yeah. I'm not a diehard change your life come January 1st situation. But yeah. I'm not either. Like, I'm never really... Like, oh my God, what's my New Year's resolution going to be for this year? Mm -hmm. And I'm the same way where I make goals throughout the year, like as things pop up and Mm -hmm. I think I want to change this about my life or get better at this and I'll just do it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also do kind of love this, like this, there's this like thing in the air where everyone's like, I'm going to be a better person. And right. There's positivity. There's a momentum. Everyone's making plans and. I don't know. And there is something, like, fresh about the new year. Like, Christmas is over, Mm -hmm. and it just feels different. And I do kind of love that feeling. And then also, like, making plans and... Definitely. You know. Definitely. It feels good. Yeah, and I think it's important for everyone to, like, check in with themselves Mm -hmm. throughout the year. But I think most people make an active choice of being like, okay, it's a new year. Mm -hmm. What the heck am I doing? What don't I want in next year? What have I accomplished in the past year? Yeah. So that's nice. You evaluate things. Yeah. For some people, I think that's really helpful. Yeah, I I think so. And Mm -hmm. it marks a new chapter. It's, like, new for us this year, a new decade. Like, yeah. Think about where, where you are 2010. Yeah. Where was I in 2010? I was in college. 2010 was, yeah, (laughs) college for me. Yeah, it was like the end of college. My freshman year for me. Mm. Um, So we talked sort of a bit about like how we are constantly making goals, but like how do you typically organize yourself for that sort of thing? Um, 
Yeah, I guess I, I'm better with goals that are, like, actionable as opposed to mental or something. Like, mm-hmm. I like things where, um, like, you can actually see progress. Yeah. And, like, I need to have a really good reason for doing it instead of just, like, making a New Year's resolution for the sake of making one. Right. It has to be something that I actually am passionate about, that, like, I feel this drive inside of me. Right. To do it. Right. You know? Yeah. What about you? Well, for the past couple years, I've done, like, a word. So, uh, 2018 was... I wanted to write, so it's just, like, words. Mm-hmm. So I made an active choice that... And I made... From there, you sort of can make a list of, well, what does that look like if you're... If this is your word of the year, what does that actually look like in action? Mm-hmm. And from there, it was, well, I want to do X guest posts on blog posts. I want to pitch ideas to XYZ. I want to share this amount of content on my blog. Or mm-hmm. I want to spend an hour a day writing for myself or whatever it was. And that was good for, the, for that time, but... I feel like this year I'm not quite as focused on one thing, so mm-hmm. I'm not doing it one word. But okay. there have been years in the past where I did that. It was really nice because I just wrote that word out and mm-hmm. I could see that when I was getting ready in the morning, it was just like a that's mantra. the goal. Yeah. Yeah. And that was really nice because even if on those days where I didn't want to write when I got home from school and I just wanted to chill, I was just mm-hmm. like, you know what? I can spend 15 minutes writing for myself because mm-hmm. you just see that. It's so yeah. simple. Yeah. But this year it's like a little bit more scattered, so... I don't have such a one-track mind, I mm-hmm. guess, for this year. Just random other things. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I'm going to do more, like, seasonal slash month-to-month sort of check-ins with my goals. Mm. So maybe the first That's or last idea. day of the month just to be like, okay, here were your goals. What are you doing? Yeah. Or what can you do for the next month? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's a good idea. I think that works better for me is having smaller steps to mm-hmm. a bigger goal. Yeah. Yeah, especially if it is, like, there's some kind of end Mm -hmm. goal in sight that then you can, like, be like, okay, well, here are the milestones that get me there. Mm -hmm. So then you can be like, well, I hope by March I've done this. Right. And then maybe by June I've gotten this done. Mm -hmm. And then you can see your progress that way. Yeah. Yeah. So what are our goals? (laughs) So your first goal of 2020 is? Okay. So my first goal is to be even more strict in my budgeting and saving this year. Which I've always been pretty good about keeping a budget and I've always like had automated savings to help me get certain goals and stuff. Do you have a specific like amount or a certain like percentage you want to save that you're going to change or um definitely bumping it up this year because we have like a few things that we're really actively saving for like specifically starting a family at some point Mm -hmm. in this decade (laughs) i mean god willing yeah (laughs) um but that is a huge one and it's like a huge expense yeah and we're getting kind of down to the wire here of timing in terms of like how old we are unfortunately yeah and wanting to reach that point in our lives so that's like a huge savings goal that's on the horizon um and I've been kind of like perfecting my budgeting style over the last few years and I feel like I'm really narrowing in on it Mm -hmm. um and so it's like I'm not going to meet those savings goals unless I meet all of my other budgets right for like food and you know travel and gas and so getting really nitty-gritty about it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so one I think you're gonna enjoy that because you love that stuff I do I freaking like I feel I just know there's gonna be graphs and pie charts involved so (laughs) I was working on it yesterday like I usually start to um tweak my budget for the new year like starting in November because I track all my spending and I'll like look at like how much I spent on this and I adjust my budget for the next year and be like, well, maybe I can bump this savings up to that. And I get, it like lights up my brain. You I and freaking I are love so it. Opposite. <laughs> I freaking love it. Should hire you for me. Yeah. But I wonder if I would get the same enjoyment out of it for other people. Maybe if you knew them. Maybe. <laughs> if you happen to know that certain someone. Yeah. I mean, I'd be happy to sit down and, like, You'd be like, someone else's why finances. the hell did you spend $50 on cheese? No, because I would have done that, too. Okay, true. <laughs> See, okay, this would be perfect. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, if anyone's interested, I use kind of a combination of the one number budget, which I think is, I read from this company called LearnVest. I'll try to find the article that taught me about it and link to it. Mm-hmm. And then I also just started incorporating some of the ideas from YNAB, which is You Need a Budget. Have you heard of it? No. I had heard of it for years, but I kept being like, what the heck is that? Like, yeah. And it wasn't until I, a couple, like maybe a month or two ago, did a deep dive into like, what exactly is this and how does it work? And I, like, I don't pay for it. I don't use their app or anything. I just took the idea of it and applied it to what I'm already doing. Interesting. So, and like, basically that idea is, um, you assign every dollar you make a job which I already kind of do. But then, like, say for the time frame you do it in, you put in, say you budgeted, like, 200 bucks for groceries and, like, 80 bucks for gas. But then, say you traveled a lot that month and you spent 100 bucks on gas. Well, now you got to find that 20 bucks from some other budget. Mm -hmm. So you're like, oh, well, I should probably make sure I'm not eating out as much because I spent more on gas this month. Right. You know, so it kind of just helps you realize, like, you're not just Checks like, oh, I spent what more on gas this month. Oh, well. It's like, well, okay, well, where's that money coming from? Right. You right. know, so That's it's just more nitpicky. Yeah. But I love it. I do love it. Yeah, I feel like you're actually going to enjoy that goal. Oh, yeah. You're going to yeah. sit down and crunch <laughs> some numbers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, my first uh, goal is I really wanted to be, I feel like when it comes to, like, body slash health mm-hmm. you and I both were very conscious about how we worded things yeah with that, which I think was good because that shows like we have a healthy mentality about our bodies or at least we're trying to or at least we're trying to <laughs> right yeah so like I wrote down I want to be confident as hail at yeah. Amy's <laughs> wedding which I think I yeah. think that's a very good way to think yeah. about it I just want to feel good in my skin because mm-hmm. I know it's going to be a huge gathering of friends family mm-hmm. and I want to feel really really good in in my own skin up there standing beside Amy Wearing yeah. a bridesmaid's dress, which can sometimes be a nightmare in itself, because you're True. just like, I don't look in this, I don't feel comfortable. So, yeah. so yeah. like, what's your plan to get so, there? So, obviously, I mentioned last episode, I'm doing Orange Theory. Mm-hmm. So, my goal is to go to Orange Theory three to four times a week and supplement it with just, like, moving more throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I'm not sitting as much as, I, I mean, I'm constantly moving at work, mm-hmm. but... You know, I'm doing something to make my body feel good yeah. once a day. Whether that's taking a walk, mm-hmm. going on the treadmill during the winter, and, like, mm-hmm. watching and saving a specific TV show for those sort of walks. Yeah. Which helps me in the winter a lot. Yeah. But I really love Orange Theory, and I always mm-hmm. feel like I get such a good workout in, and I'm yeah. constantly, like, it wears me down. It makes me fall asleep at night. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. So I feel myself getting stronger there. And mm-hmm. honestly, I've gone consistently for three three weeks now and I feel a difference in my body how many times a week are you going well it's been weird with concerts so like Mm -hmm. I've been trying to go two to three times so I was like Mm -hmm. you know what three to four times let's just try it Mm -hmm. maybe I end up going five times one week three times another week you Mm -hmm. know just sort of making it a balance yeah so I'm gonna make a calendar that I have I'm gonna write all these goals out I like to see it somewhere that I'm just constantly gonna pass it okay but then I'm gonna make a little calendar and just for myself to be like, these are your days that you're doing Orange Theory. Okay. And the rest of the time, you just have to supplement yeah. in some sort of form. Yeah. And just also just consciously eating. Like, I know that conscious eating is something that's mm-hmm. really trendy right now. But Luke is doing The Biggest Loser in January, which always makes me eat better. Because okay. he's more <laughs> mindful of what is going yeah. inside of him. So. Is that something he does through work? Yes. Okay. His workplace does Biggest Loser's type like, a type of weight loss program. It's based mm-hmm. off a percentage of body, like, weight loss mm-hmm. or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. So it's not quite as unfair men to women because, mm-hmm. you know, men just lose weight. Just constantly. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> of course. You know. <laughs> um, but, but anyway, he does that through work, and he's going to do it this year. So that always makes me, like, more conscious mm-hmm. of what we're eating and, like, meal planning and stuff. So yeah. just like that and just seeing what happens and checking in monthly to be like, okay, how do you feel? Right. You know, are you feeling good in your clothes? Like, how, right. that's one thing, too. It's like, not about the number. Right. you feel fit? Like, and once it comes yeah. time to getting my bridesmaid's dress, like, mm-hmm. how am I feeling? What are some areas I want to build more strength or yeah. whatever it is? So. That's cool. Yeah. I think it always helps to have something like mm. a wedding where you're like, I know I'm going to be in a dress. I want to be looking hot. Right. You know, and it's like you have that in your mind 
So you're not just like, oh, I want to feel better. It's like to have that right. There's event. A, yeah. That's always. There's an end goal. Nice. Yeah. It's pretty clear. I know Robert especially likes that where he has a thing to be like, I want to look so ripped. Right. <laughs> exactly. Know? When I go to this thing and I'm like, okay. And also like <laughs> I, I wanted to word this correctly because like obviously I want to get healthy and I want to look trim and I want to mm-hmm. feel good. But like I just want to feel confident when I'm standing up there right. next to Amy up there. So, right. you know, like that's for me, but it's also, it's right. a good goal. It has a healthy mindset to it. Not like, right. I want to lose 20 pounds. Yeah. You're not like, right. I want to get down to this goal weight. You're I like, want to be this size clothes. No, it's like, right. I can feel confident as hell in being the same size clothing I am now. Right. Mm-hmm. I just feel good because my body's strong and like, right. I feel nice. Yeah. It just, you know. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's cool. Awesome. Okay. So, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Diet goals. <laughs> so, kind of similar to you. Um, so, like, I've been doing the Kelsey Wells Power You're almost done, right? I'm almost done. I actually have, I'm on week 11 this week, and then I won't be doing it next week because of Christmas, and then I have one week left. So, you're so going like, to be edging towards the end by the time this comes out. Yeah. So, yeah. New Year's week, it'll be my final week on it. Okay. And, like, I have noticed some changes to my body from the program, but they're very subtle. And, like, like I can tell I'm stronger for sure because, like, my shirts fit me differently. Mm. Like, I can tell that That's my... That's always a good feeling. You're like, oh. It is, except I had to go up a size in my winter coat this year. <laughs> Guys. like, I put it on and I was like, dang, I'm, like, hulking out. So I think I'd been slowly sizing out of that size anyway. Yeah. And this year it was just like, no, girl, you need to size You're like, up. Mm. Like, these guns are out to play. So, um, but it's like, I wasn't expecting a super drastic change, but I, th- I think I'm just at a point in my, because I'm not like someone who never worked out and then suddenly did the power at home program. Right. Like no. I've been working out consistently for years. Yeah. So it's like the only way I'm going to drastically change my body at this point is to drastically change my diet, which I'm not going to do. <laughs> so, right. cause I, I just know that's not healthy for me. You and I both work out to eat. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, let's be yeah. real. I mean, I love working out also just to me work too. out. It feels good. But, but also like the bonuses. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm going to eat pizza and yeah. have whiskey cookies. cocktails and cookies and yeah. all that stuff. So I decided that like, I don't want to be like, you can't have this or you're only eating this or whatever. So I decided what I'm going to focus on is less sweets. So I'm not going to say no sweets. No sweets. Cause that's not realistic. No. That's and, not And it's setting you, yourself up for failure. Exactly. And I know that, yeah, I'll just be like, I can't do that. So whatever. Like scratch. Screw it. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm focusing on less sweets and for health reasons, because like, I know sugar is not good for me. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I want to be able to enjoy sugar from time to time, but I also don't want to overdo it. Right. So less of that. And then the other thing I'm thinking of is just more vegetables. Yeah. Because also like, um, I used to eat more close to vegetarian or even vegan for at least like one or two meals a day. But like, it's been about two years now since, like, my digestive issues, like, went off right. the rails. And since then, I just eat way less vegetables and whole grains and stuff because those were the things that were really irritating my gut. So I just eat way more meat than I used to. And for so long, I was afraid of eating so many vegetables. And I just really got out of the habit of choosing a of, vegetable yeah, or, yeah, of eating that way. And I've kind of gotten into a rut of what we do eat. So I'm trying to like yeah. weighed myself out of that and just keep keep that in the back of my mind whenever I'm meal planning or even eating out mm-hmm. like think what can I choose that's going to get more vegetables in my body today right more greens or whatever right yeah so thinking more about what can I add instead of what can't I have yeah absolutely know. so that's and it's not I'm like at. you're going to be like oh I can't have anything that's delicious or right. sweet. It's just that, no, you're going to make an yeah. active choice when you are sitting down at a menu mm-hmm. or you are meal planning or whatever. You're like, all right, what's the recipe that's going to get them greens in? Yeah. Or if it's or, just like a normal Tuesday, it's like, do I need to have that donut at work or that random cookie or something? Or mm. could this be a day that I don't have any sweets that I don't need to be eating? Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. That sounds like a good goal. So what's next for you? 
Um, next is might feel random to you. <laughs> um, I want to get my certification in social studies. And the reason why is because I want to get my second master's in humanities. Mm. Yeah, I'm one of those people. My wow. second master's. So as a non-teacher, what does this mean? Okay. <laughs> so I am certified K through 12 music. I have my teaching degree um, from Pennsylvania in music. But in the state of Pennsylvania, you can get certified in almost any of the major subjects. You just have to pass a praxis test. Okay. You have to be qualified in certain ways. But for my certification, for the areas that I want to teach, all I have to do is really get certified in praxis, social studies, 7 through 12. Or I could do 5 through 6. So I love history, obviously. I really love culture. I really love travel. And I've always been interested in history just myself. Mm-hmm. So um, I realized one of the things I love to teach the most is definitely arts appreciation and arts history, whether it's music, art, dance, theater, whatever. So that's from me teaching the past four years doing general music class. And I love the performance side of what I do. It's just that what excites me most about when I talk about what I'm teaching and kids even can even say, like, you get so amped about this stuff is when I talk about <laughs> arts history and, Mm. you know, culture's influence on rock and roll and, like, you know, how this all is intertwined. And Mm -hmm. what that is is the study of humanities. Yeah. So my mother actually has her Master's of Humanities from Penn State, and she was talking to me over a long time ago, and she was like, why don't you just finish your current program and enroll for this? And I was just like, I just don't feel like I have any background in history the way that I should be enrolling. She was like, just get your certification in social studies. Mm-hmm. It's an extra certification as a teacher that is making, it makes me more employable if I needed to get another job. True. If I needed to like, God forbid, like get another job, my job was cut. Mm-hmm. There's going to be more social studies jobs and music jobs, but mm-hmm. anyway, long story short. And it like gives me some background context, a study plan, so that I come into the humanities program with a little bit more knowledge. Yeah. And just refreshing your brain about things that you're like, yeah, I remember learning about that, but it's been a minute. Yeah. So <laughs> I even started like a couple weeks ago reviewing like the American Revolution and mm-hmm. oh my gosh, the Missouri Compromise. And I was just like, <laughs> whoa, this is an old school throwback. But yeah, um, I want to get, yeah, by the end of 2020, I want to have my social studies certificate slash praxis test passed cool i feel like that's really random though (laughs) yeah i read that on my notes oh okay (laughs) yeah that's really random but (laughs) all right um so i feel like a lot of my goals kind of just like go together but anyway one of mine is to see a nutritionist about time (laughs) (laughs) which i actually um you called me a little bit about this did i yeah yeah so i actually called yesterday and left a message to, like, set up an appointment for hopefully Good. sometime in January. But I found this woman in Hershey, which is right nearby, mm-hmm. who is a nutritionist who specializes in sports nutrition, um, intuitive eating, and digestive issues. Which is, like, check mark, check <laughs> yeah, mark, it's check like mark, check everything mark. I want to talk about. Because um, even though I've come so far from where I was two years ago with my digestion, I'm still not where I want to be. And I can just tell there are certain things that I, I really just want to talk through with her. Everything that's going on with me is like a whole picture. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just going to a GI specialist who's like, you have IBS. And I'm like, oh, really? Right. It's Thanks. a more holistic look. Yeah. yeah. Because also it's like my eczema has flared back up in the last like month or two, which I think is connected to all this. It's mm-hmm. like inflammation in my system. And um, the other thing that's like really bothering me lately is like, you know how I say I, I'm always hungry when I wake up. Well, I'm hungry all the time. (laughs) Okay. Like literally all the time. It's like, I know I've been like hitting this workout thing hard and I work out in the morning, which then like revs you up all day. Mm -hmm. But like, I will wake up starving, like so hungry. And then I swear every time I finish a meal, I'm significantly hungry two hours later. That's so, so... (laughs) Not yeah. right. <laughs> no, it's not. So, like, I think that either I'm having, like, a malabsorption issue or what I really think is I think my blood sugar is out of whack. Maybe. Which is another reason why I need to cut back on sugar. Yeah. So, it's like, I really just want to talk to someone and be like... Yeah, what's going on? Please, like, 
tell, like, let me tell you everything that's been going on for me so you can see the whole picture and we can figure this out. And also just like, um, yeah, like my body has changed a lot in the last two years and like, you mm-hmm. know, just like really talking through everything with her and also knowing the fact that she's someone about intuitive eating and she's not going to be like, you need to go on a strict keto diet. Right. There's going to be something. some balance in health. Like, exactly. Yeah. So she, I know that she'll work with me to find something that works for me that's not going to stress me out. Right. That's you know? good. So I'm really excited because I feel like I've really been like, like this is the kind of person I need to talk to. Right. She sounds up your alley. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm super excited. Yeah. She sounds like probably gonna like nerd out real hard with her. Yeah. She'll probably be like, oh, you actually know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Either that she'll be like, oh my god, here we go. I know. Yeah. She's gonna be like, look at this, know it all. One of these <laughs> self diagnosing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So my third um, goal is to start a side project, uh-huh. which. Um, I'm not going to say on the podcast just because I haven't even started to mm-hmm. think about the nitty gritty details, but um, this was been some, this has been something on the back of my brain for mm, like two, three years, um, and I think it'll be overall good for my mental health. It's also something I'm naturally interested already in. Mm-hmm. It also sort of correlates with culture and history, which mm-hmm. is fun for the whole social studies thing. Not yeah. really a test question or anything like that I need to study for, but, um, and it's not something I'm going to stress out about, but I want to start it and Mm -hmm. I want to have, um, at least one, I guess, chapter of it done. It's not a book, but like Mm -hmm. a chapter of it done by the end of 2020. So Mm. first phase, maybe we'll call it. Okay. So that's the goal. I, have written this down without much thought, but I want to get it started. Okay. So that's... Hey, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And I feel like putting it out there, holding me, like, someone's got to hold me accountable to this. I want to get it started. <laughs> They're going to be like, remember that random project you were being yeah. very vague about? Yeah. What happened with well, that? Well, next year for this episode, we're going to have to check back check in. Check in. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I love that you're starting another side project. I can't <laughs> stop. <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> I'm right. always like, it'll be no big deal. It'll be, like, pulling my hair out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We can't help ourselves. That's exciting. Sorry I'm being vague. I, as soon as I can or I feel confident enough, I will Yeah. talk about what it is. And you're still figuring out what it is, too. So. Yeah. I have the general idea, and I just feel like it's about putting it into action. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, my next one goes along kind of with the other two, which is to just continue work on being happy with my body and like appreciate my body for what it is because like I kind of said earlier like my body has changed a lot in the last two years and as someone whose body basically didn't change until I was like 25 mm-hmm. to then in the last five years like have my weight change it's like I've gotten curvier and like you know but also it coincided with all these like digestive issues and stuff so it's like I'm kind of just like again, wanting to talk to a nutritionist being like, am I just getting older and this is just my new body or what's going on? Or is there something going on with me that we need to figure out? Um, but through the whole process, just understanding like your body's doing a lot. Right. Yeah. It's been, it's capable of doing a lot. Yeah. And also just the fact that, you know, maybe this is just my new 30 year old body and you know what? My body is not going to look the same at 30 as it did at 20. And if it did, that'd be kind of weird. Yeah. You know? So, and then, like, I don't know, just, like, if I objectively look at my body, I know that, like, I should be proud of this body and, yeah, like, you know, proud of how strong I am and whatever. But it's, like, I definitely have some body dysmorphia Mm -hmm. where I look at myself and you, you just see everything that's wrong, everything that's different from what it used to be. And I'm just... I'm very much trying to get out of that mindset. Mm -hmm. And it's really just like, for me so far, it's been an active choice of like when I look in the mirror and I say those thoughts, I have to shut it down and say like, basically, you look damn hot. Right. Like (laughs) say it to yourself. Yeah. Like you, like your body is strong. This body does so many things. Like you work out like almost every single day which I enjoy, which is a true blessing. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like I can do burpees. I can do jump tucks and stuff. I can deadlift. I can bench press. Like, you know, I can do push-ups and like all this stuff. I can run two or three miles and all that, you know, I can go biking. Like there's so many things I can do. 
And I just, I don't know. I mean, I don't actually think that a year from now I'll be like, I have no issues with my body. No. (laughs) But it's just, you know, I really want to put it out there that, like, in case anyone thought that, like, I was just like, oh, yeah, I am totally happy with my body. Like, no, definitely not. Right. Um, I wish I was, but I'm not. It's just they were. Yeah. So, yeah, I just need to... More body positive talk to yourself. Yeah. And it's like, I don't think I used to feel this... I mean, maybe I did when I was younger. I think think it's natural when your body's getting older and it's obviously like your metabolism is just slowing down Mm -hmm. and things are changing and... Diet and all sorts of stuff. Everything is just changing. You get gray hairs. And like, as women, our like fat literally redistributes itself in our body around this age. Yeah. So it's just different. And yeah. But it's also just, you know, more being positive with the way that you talk to yourself. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. Yeah. Because it's like that thing of like, you wouldn't let your friend talk to herself right. that way, or you wouldn't talk to your friend that way. Yeah. So you need to talk to yourself the way you talk to, like, your best friend. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good goal. Yeah. My last goal <laughs> is to buy a house. <laughs> Which is a huge that's goal. That's a huge goal. I mean, this is something that I've been stowing away money. Luke has been stowing away money here and there, I mean, for years. Um, But we've sort of narrowed down the area that we're looking for a house and what that means as far as commutes go and commitment of what's that going to look like for, um, you know, being close to family and what we're willing to give up in certain aspects. We're Mm -hmm. looking to move north of the city, so we're going to be leaving the city, which is always really, really difficult to think about because we love Mm -hmm. living here. Yeah. But long term, all of our, like, lifelong friends and family are just far away from here. Yeah. And we love living here and we're going to be back all the time. But yeah. it's time to start looking for a house where we can like lay down some roots. I really just want a cozy hookah home that mm-hmm. feels like an escape. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're just like looking to buy a house. Yeah. So I know you guys have been kind of like low key, low key kind looking. Of looking. Yeah. Yeah. And we've snooped, we've actually snooped on a couple houses. Yeah. Just to, when something pops up and we're like, that's really a great price. Like, mm-hmm. that's perfectly where we want to go. We'll get in our cars and go. Yeah. And we've yet to sort of have that moment where we've looked at each other and be like, we got to mm. do this. Yeah. Um, but I think we're <clears throat> both on the same page when it comes to the specific location we want now, mm-hmm. the type of home, the space that we are sort of requiring just for our stuff and like Luke's mm-hmm. art thing. And yeah you know, how much upkeep we want to do with yard work and stuff like yeah. that, just keeping mm-hmm. it realistic. Um, right. And distance from family and friends that we're, like, hoping to have. Right. So, yeah, we might be closer in the next nice. year. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's funny because, like, my house buying experience was so insane. That I mean, yeah, it was a tornado. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Robert and I decided to buy a house and looked for houses and bought a house in the span of three days' time. Yeah, that's a um, tornado. <laughs> so, like, I in my mind, buying a house is, like, the most insane yeah. moment of your adult life. It's not been that way for us. <laughs> at yeah. least until you have a kid or something. But I guess, like, it's, like, actually, I mean, it is, just been it casually. is kind of, like, crazy once you, like, decide you're buying one and going through the process of all the paperwork and getting your mortgage and it is kind of nuts once you start the process, but at least you guys can kind of calmly yeah, it's know, not, look it's, for something. It's <laughs> not something that's stressing me out. I mean, even if even if it doesn't, it, the goal is, especially financially, to just be keeping up with what we've been keeping up with. Mm-hmm. I don't feel, it's not like I feel like I really need to crunch numbers, because mm-hmm. honestly, we'll be okay with what we've been doing, um, and just hoping that the right sort of, place pops up and jumping on it when the time comes yeah so i think for now it's it feels good now because we we've had multiple conversations we've gone back and forth so many times on do we want to live in lancaster what if you lived in Mannheim? i don't want to live in Mannheim. blah 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 but finally i feel like we're on the same page Mm -hmm. of like this is the location we're both really happy with we're excited about it so that feels good and it feels like moving into 2020 we're both on the same page of like this is what we want here's our approximate amount we want to spend per month mm-hmm. on a mortgage. Yeah. And from there, it's just about seeing what shows up. Yeah. Which so, is an important step that you guys had to take. 
And it's taken a long time. Right. Because, like, like when we bought our house in three days, um, like, we were so limited because our budget was so small, and we literally were looking in a one-mile radius. Right, because you still wanted to live close to work for yeah, Robert for Robert and to all sorts to of things. Yeah. yeah, so we, like, our criteria was so small that it, I guess, Whittles in a lot of down. ways it made it easier, yeah. and then we just completely lucked out finding our Well, house. our issues were... Yeah, oh, you had choices. Like, so many options. <laughs> Not that our budget, like our budget, is still like huge concern. Yeah, <laughs> like we're cheap. We don't. I, we're both public school yeah. teachers. We don't have money. Also, you definitely aren't the type that you, like you want a small house. Yeah, we don't want. Like, we, we want, want a s- super small yard. Yeah, like maybe maybe some like greenery, but honestly, like low yeah. key. And also, yeah. our money, as you might guess, we save for experiences mm-hmm. and I'd rather be living in a comfortable home that yeah. feels safe and is you know sturdy yeah. and has good memories with it that maybe is rougher around the edges and not mm-hmm. like Pinterest perfect right. yeah I'm not gonna be spending millions of dollars on yeah. West Elm furniture right but you know what I'm gonna go to Grace baby mm-hmm. so yeah it's about your values and I think we're getting so much closer than we were even like a month or two ago so now it feels like we're ready to just like we're watching the market mm-hmm. Once in, I think in the spring we're gonna like get an actual realtor to like help us out with the process and just yeah seeing what happens cool so well good luck yeah sweet last right. goal <clears throat> my last one is I need to finish my blog redesign which I've been saying for years <laughs> and that is not an exaggeration no like for years <laughs> for years but this is like actually true yeah because <laughs> I have been in the background working on my redesign in Squarespace but it's like right. I really need to finish it because I'm currently Hashtag paying. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> yeah. I'm currently paying for Squarespace and my original site, which is not cool. Been there. Also, not helping my whole budgeting and saving situation. Uh, yeah. I got to crunch <laughs> some numbers with blog stuff, too, because there are a lot of things that I have that yeah. I'm just like, you know, I don't really know if I'm actually using this the yeah. way it should be. I feel you. Anyway. Yeah. So, I need to finish that for financial reasons and also for my sanity, but a big reason is that I'm gearing up for what I'm calling the summer of chill. Yes. Which is this summer I am planning Nothing. to not even think about the blog. We won't be working on the podcast because we take the summer off. I'll be in Greece. <laughs> I'll be in Greece. Well, for two weeks. Well, for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll be back. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll actually see you this summer. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll, like, go get ice cream and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it's like I just... I really want to get my redesign done. I have a couple posts I want to get out. But, like, hopefully by the time this season of the podcast ends, my blog is up and done. And, like, even if I don't have those posts out, I'm taking off, like, June through August. You, you know what you need to do? It. You need to set a date. Yeah. Done. And, and, and yeah. hold yourself to it. I know. And so I think, like, when come January, I need to pick, like, a weekend or two to really just hunker down. Yep. And be like, this is a blog redesign weekend. That's all I'm working on. Yep. I just need to get it done. So, yeah. That's... Summer of chill. Summer of chill is happening. Summer of chill 2020. Sounds great. Yeah. Summer of chill might turn into forever chill, if we're being honest. <laughs> Hashtag forever chill. <laughs> we'll find like, out. <laughs> what happened to Sarah and Laura? Well, Sarah took a summer of chill and... Never came back. Never came back. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like we don't really have to explain our goals. Like, oh, yeah. I feel like we've explained them pretty thoroughly. But right. we talked about consistency and, like, accountability. So we, yeah. we're going to check in next year. Yeah. And, yeah, all I was going to say is that, like, this is all stuff I've kind of already been working on. But I just want to really put a bullet point on them for yes. 2020 and be like, this is what I'm focusing on. And there's on. power in saying, like, this is my intention for yeah. 2020. We're intention setting. Yes. I'm yeah. going to write them out. Which also, yeah, I feel like my New Year's resolutions are really just, like, intentions and yeah. goals. Which I guess it's maybe just another word for the same thing. Yeah. I think, like, I intentions know. less, like, I'm going to lose, like, X amount of yeah. weight or whatever. Yeah. I guess it's more about, like, a mindset than... Yeah. Your Always narrative. having, like, the end goal in sight or something. Yeah. And I think, like, checking in constantly. I I like to actually see them written mm-hmm. out. Maybe I should do that. Just just bullet point what mm-hmm. they are. And then it I have it right by my jewelry. So mm-hmm. when I'm, like, getting ready in the morning and I'm, like, putting my earrings in, mm-hmm. like, I'll just, like, glance at it. And it's something that, mm-hmm. like, it's just a little quick thing that helps. Maybe I'll do that. It helps. 
And it also, yeah. like, it doesn't riddle me with guilt or anything. Mm-hmm. It just... Just a reminder. Just checks you yeah. a little bit. For some people, that might be stressful, but yeah. if that works and for you, that's good. For me, it's just, like, I want to feel confident as hell at the wedding. Yeah. yeah. That's going to make you me be, just like... Put, you should put a picture of Lizzo. <laughs> You're like, good as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Idol for 2020. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Lizzo. Well, you kind of talked about this earlier, like, how do we work best with like accountability and making sure that we do these things. Mm -hmm. Mine's writing it out, Mm -hmm. seeing it, monthly Mm check-ins, sometimes writing actionable steps. So something like, how am I going to pass the practice? I'll write down every single thing I need to learn and by what date I want to feel good at that. Yeah. Or if solid, like I understand Mm -hmm. that and cross it off. I might do that for those more nitty gritty things. I love doing that kind of thing. And then to visually put it on a calendar. Yeah. Like in Google Calendar or something, like have it Mm-hmm. So you see, and then you can look ahead and be like, oh, that's a due date for me. Yeah. I need to be working on that thing. Right. Instead of watching Star Wars, which I'm not even watching in the background, I need to be studying instead. Right. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. And I love data. <laughs> so if there's a way for me to track progress, that's what it, I really love. I wonder if there's a way to, like, count certain things. Like a counter. F- for what? Counting what? I don't know. Like, like if someone's goal is to, like drink more water mm. let me like bullet jo- bro- bullet journaling <laughs> bullet journaling is a thing yeah. that people do well i actually have been using an app like so i said i've been trying to eat less sweets yeah <laughs> so like what i've actually been doing for a couple months now is i try to have days that are without what i call unnecessary sweets <laughs> You need like, necessary sweets. Right. Like, if it's something that, like, say I'm eating, like, I don't know, a protein bar that has added sugar. Like, you know, like something yeah. like that. I'm like, okay, this is actually fueling me. It's not just like a donut that's completely just right, for the Right, just sitting there it. and I'm just like, yeah. So that's what I consider unnecessary versus that's necessary, cool. I guess. Anyway, but I've been trying to do, like, like, seeing how many days I can do. Yeah. What and are you using to do that? So I'm using this app called... The app is called Done. Um, Interesting. I'll have to look it up. And you can have multiple goals on there and different ways to set it up. But then it is like a calendar where I can look at it. You can see I'm not doing well in December. Oh, that's cool, though. Um, but yeah, so you can keep track and um, that way... And, and it does help me visually to look at this calendar. Like today, it's like I haven't had a day with no sweets in like a week. It's like, girl. I'm like, yeah, yeah, girl, you gotta settle yeah. down. So, like, tomorrow, like, in my mind, I'm like, I really gotta not have unnecessary sweets tomorrow. Yeah, maybe I'll do that for days I go to Orange Theory. Yeah. I think that would be Just so I can be that. like, ooh, you haven't gone to Orange Theory in a week. Like, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, or, like you said, maybe you have a week where you only get there twice, but the next week you can go, like, four times. Right. So, you know, you can balance. kind of balance it out. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and it'll keep track of your streaks and what your longest streak was and Mm-hmm. goals met and stuff like that. I wonder if any of our listeners have other like tracking apps or goal setting apps that help them yeah. other than what we've mentioned. So if you have any, let us know, call yeah. us, email us. Yeah. Also, yeah, we want to know what are your goals for 2020? Yeah. How do you like to do your New Year's resolutions and stuff? All right, listener question slash voicemail. <laughs> a good one. This one comes from my cousin Brian. <laughs> QT underscore bud. He said, uh, if you could be one thing from the Taco Bell menu, what would you be? Well, I pulled off the Taco Bell menu for us. Yeah, because I do not know the Taco it's Bell It's been menu. a minute. I got to be honest. Like, some people love Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. And I've actually considered going. Okay. What are you thinking? I think I'm a Crunchwrap Supreme. I feel like... Like, a classic <laughs> Crunchwrap Supreme. Yeah? Not a Chalupa? Uh, no. Mm. Why are you a Crunchwrap Supreme? Um, I'm wrapped in goodness, baby. <laughs> You're crunchy? I'm crunchy. Crunchy on the outside? No, maybe I'm not. No? No, I don't know. Wait, go to sweets. I want to see what's in there. I feel like I'm one of these. 
a cinnamon, a cinnabon delight. Oh, a Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Have you had oh, those in a gross. minute? No, never. That is like acid fuel that I love to have. Ew, I don't like Mountain Dew. <laughs> I, but you have to get that when you go to Taco Bell. Like you what? have to get that. Really? You know what I am? What? I'm the sassy salsa packets. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm the one that's like hot enough. Or whatever they say on them. Remember they have, like, sassy comments I on them? I really have, like, barely ever eaten Taco Bell in my entire life. Oh, my gosh. I used to go way more in college because that was the one place that oh. was kind of nearby. What's the power menu? I think that's, like, your locale. Yeah. Oh. They have bowls. I would be into a bowl. I love a burrito bowl. Are you a power menu bowl? I don't know. Are you more of a bean or chicken? Probably bean. What are you? What What would you be if you were a? Maybe I'm the value menu because I'm a budget bitch. <laughs> You're a cheesy roll up. Cheesy roll up. One dollar. Oh my god. No, because honestly, I wouldn't even order that. You're? Are you a nacho? Spicy potato soft taco. I don't know, guys. I don't know. You tell me, Brian. Yeah. What's Brian? Call in and tell me what I am on the Taco Bell menu. What's Sarah's spirit Taco Bell menu Please. item? Maybe I'm still unclear. Maybe that's why I don't eat there. Maybe. They haven't figured me out. Hasn't spoken to your soul. Yeah. <laughs> recommendations. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, my recommendations. Everlane Day Glove. Oh, I've heard the, these are really comfortable. I've worn them around the house just to wear them in. Yeah. And I'm really into them. You just got them? I literally just got them like a week ago. So they have, they have not gotten the wear and tear that I'm sure they will get eventually, but they're just so nice. They're hmm. leather and they have these breathe like little breathing oh. holes. So yeah. it's not like they're gonna get too stanky, which is nice. And um, they mold to your foot. And I got them in this sort of nudie tan, which I think will I think it's just gonna be like a classic shoe that it's just gonna go with everything. Mm-hmm. And I love Everlane. I love Everlane. Hashtag too. not sponsored, but yeah. should be sponsored. Yeah. Um and I'm Call us, Everlane. I know. I love them so much. <laughs> yeah, Everlane has really nice stuff. They do, and they're just really nicely made, and a lot, of, and they're really, really conscious about where their like things go, and they're made yeah. at market price. And they're transparency. Tra- transparency, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm hard on my shoes, so we will see how yeah. these stand up. But I like them a lot so far. Mm-hmm. But it's just been not the right like weather to wear them out i don't want to wear them in the rain i don't want to wear them with like the salt and stuff with snow so yeah but yeah i'm gonna get a lot of wear of them i feel cool but yeah i love them nice my recommendation is a weighted blanket oh snap um so i had been just very lightly thinking about getting a weighted blanket because i definitely do like weight on me when i'm falling asleep uh-huh I, I feel like I always have to pile blankets on my side of yeah. the bed. Sometimes I'll even put pillows on top of me <laughs> from, like, like just really needing it. Um, so I was just, like, starting to think about investing in one. And then Robert went to Columbus and stayed with his cousin. And they had a weighted blanket on the bed, whatever, that he stayed in. Yeah. And he loved it. And then they were like, do you want that? He's like what? And they're like, yeah, we don't use it. Like, oh my gosh, take yes. it home with you. A gifted. So he brought home this weighted blanket and ours is 15 pounds, um, which is, I think, on the light end. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty average. Yeah, it's like light. a good starting point. Yeah, because I know they get up there. <laughs> yeah, some of them are like 20, 25 pounds. Um, but I do struggle to fall asleep sometimes, like more often than not, than not I'd say. Yeah. I swear to God, since we've been using this, I fall asleep so hard and I sleep so hard. That's amazing. Like, I can tell that I'm falling asleep faster and sleeping more soundly. What is that? Like, it's so weird. The first night that I got into bed, I was like, I feel like someone's pushing me down and I like it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'm into it. Like, I like how this feels of being, it's like someone's like tucking you in. Yeah. And it's weird because now, a couple weeks later... It doesn't feel weighted to me. It just feels normal. Yeah. But I still can tell when I snuggle in to go to sleep. It's comforting. Like, like probably three minutes later, I'm asleep. That's amazing. I think it also helps that we have our flannel sheets on right now, and I'm, like, really snuggled in there for winter. Yeah. Because I also can't fall asleep if I'm cold. 
Oh, but I can't fall asleep if I'm hot. If oh. I'm hot, I'm up. I'm almost never hot when I'm falling asleep. <laughs> Robert will be straight I up sweating next to me. I love to be cold when yeah. I go to bed. No, like, I, yeah, like, I'm the person who, like, wears socks to bed sometimes. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, but that's only if, like, I can tell that my feet are cold and it's keeping me up. We're opposite then, because I, like, yeah. love the feeling. I know this is so weird. I love the feeling when you go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and it's freezing and you just can't wait to, like, go back in bed and be like, <sighs> <sighs> see, I do love though if I go to sleep with my socks on and then say I get up to pee in the middle of the night and coming back and then I take my socks off and slide into bed and then I like the feeling of the sheets <laughs> on my feet. <laughs> How do you fall asleep with socks on? I just do. I can't. No. Sometimes I, I get socks. Sometimes I put on the sweatpants. No. It's like, yeah. Can't do. I just get all cozied in there. No. Snuggled up. No. Yeah. So like if anyone is thinking about a weighted blanket, just Great try it. Great gift idea. Yeah. And, like, they can really range in price. Yeah. Some of them are, like, $200. So yeah. I, I have no idea what brand I have or how much it cost. But I don't know. I'll find something to link to in the show notes. Amazing. I love it. I want to try it. I love it so much. I feel like I want to try it before I invest because I don't know if yeah. it would be worth it. Because mm-hmm. I'm a pretty good sleeper. Like, I can sleep pretty much everywhere. Yeah. But I would be interested to see if it would help me stay asleep. You know? Yeah. Because I feel like I am someone who wakes up and I, like, mm-hmm. move and then I, like, can't settle back in or whatever it is. Yeah. So, yeah. That would be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Well, this is a fun app. Yeah. Again, we rambled. Yeah, you know. <laughs> this, that's what we do. That's what, what else this is, is new? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thanks for joining. If you're loving the podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. Um, and tell a friend on social media about us, like every little tidbit helps. Yeah. So we appreciate it. If you or, give us a review or let your friends know. Or tell a friend in person or text Tag a friend. us on Instagram, whatever. You know, or just like take your friend's phone and subscribe to us. Yeah. <laughs> or your parents, like they're not going to know. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And then send us your questions and comments or anything you want to talk to us about. You can reach out to us on Instagram. We're at Passport Pizza Pod, and you can leave us a voicemail at 717-964-0215. Yep, and our show notes with links and details from all the products and recommendations from this episode can be found on our website at www.passportsandpizza.com. And then if you want to follow us individually on Instagram and see what we're up to in our day-to-day life, you can follow us there. I'm at Sarah underscore Cornelius, and that's Sarah with no H. And Laura is at Rome and Go Lightly, and that's R-O-A-M. Yeah. And last but not least, thank you to Will Gingrich for our theme music. Yeah, and uh, Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy 2020. Yeah. Catch you on the flippity flip. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>